0: pirate talk radio in this podcast i discuss everything sea of thieves from lore to pvp to even what fish you can catch for the hunter's call please sit back relax and join me on this adventure Welcome back to another episode of pirate talk radio. This is episode 43 and thank you very much for everyone who's taking time out of their day to watch us on YouTube or listen to us on any of your podcasting apps. I'm very, very much appreciated because this podcast is brought to you by you guys. Anyone who supports us through any of the donation links, uh, coming on to the, uh, Twitch streams, uh, twitch.tv slash Davram. Uh, if you've checked out the Discord, or if you're just listening or checking out any of our sponsors like Death Wish Coffee or Humble Bundle, all those links are always in the description box below and in the show notes. But thank you very much. It doesn't matter if you're listening or if you're a financial supporter. You guys are all awesome and keep me doing this every single every single week. So thank you. We are coming to a close of Season 3. Season 3 is uh, on its way out. Uh, We do have a few weeks left on Season 3, so if you haven't completed your plunder pass, uh, get on that because those rewards will obviously... uh, They'll they'll come back in some way, shape, or form, but uh, it's going to be behind accommodations or something like that. So you want to make sure... Uh, that you're finishing the plunder pass now if you want any of those uh accommodations it's uh it's a pretty easy plunder pass just like the the past two um not too not too bad so even if you're a very casual player um i didn't really force myself through this uh but with the the pirates life uh opening this season uh and along with the uh the cosmetic events that they've had throughout the season um you know i've had the ability to to pretty quickly get through this this plunder pass without playing every single day and only a couple hours a week. So uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, Also, if you are interested in supporting Sea of Thieves development uh, financially, uh, currently going on right now uh, for the next seven days is a sale, the summer sale in the Pirate Emporium. So go over if you have any ancient coins from any of your uh, ancient skeleton killing Um, or if you just want to throw some money at them through the Steam or the Xbox store, uh, there is a sale going on right now in the Pirate Emporium. So use this time to get any of those wonderful boat, pirate, pet, whatever you've been wanting in the Pirate Emporium. Now's your time to do it. Seven days left, uh, to get the Pirate Emporium sale, um, to, to just, you know, get whatever you want. For someone like me, I kind of buy everything on day one, so... I miss out on these sales a lot, but that's how it goes. And the only thing that I really never buy are the pets. And well, I don't use pets. I think they're kind of annoying, though. They're cute. I think they're kind of annoying, so I don't use them anyway. So I don't buy them. Um, oh, that's really good tea. So I hope everyone's doing really well out there. Uh, I know with uh, with work and me, I've talked about this a couple times been kind of stressed and, and not keeping things on the appropriate schedule, though we're still getting an episode out each week, uh, because of the all night work calls and things like that. It's been very difficult, to, for me to obviously keep my workout schedule, which is very important to me. Uh, it's very, it, it's been very difficult to find time to record and, and keep streams going and stuff like that. I know I've cut a couple streams recently just because quite frankly, my personal health and, uh, and you know, sleep is is more important to me than content and that's how it should be for everyone right you got to take care of yourself uh, before you can uh, entertain and provide for others so uh, for those of you who are used to this episode uh, coming out on Fridays or, or if you're uh, if you've ever looked at the Patreon you usually get it a day or two early um, and it's now coming out on sunday or monday or tuesday. Well, just understand I am very sorry about that. I'm keeping the weekly uh you know episodes coming out, but sometimes they might not be on a you know regimented schedule. Um just because again, until I get through these uh these next few uh weeks at work, uh, my my life is in chaos right now. So uh, uh please bear with me and thank you for all of you who are listening each and every week. I very much appreciate it. So some of you may be, um, wondering why I titled this particular episode, um, the same motto as a lot of places here in the United States call, uh, the, the recycling motto, right. Being good to the environment, reduce, reuse, and recycle. And I've talked uh, multiple times on the show about how it's very frustrating that we know the Sea of Thieves, uh, team are very creative. They have created some of the most gorgeous environments in gaming. They have created some of the most beautiful cosmetics uh, for the pirates and the boats. It's Sea of Thieves is an absolutely gorgeous game. And the creativity behind it, bringing in, you know, uh, different game worlds, um, you know, in the different characters that we have from uh, Sir Arthur Pendragon to... Um, to the new Tall Tales have you know the crossover with Disney, but also um, Monkey Island and things like that. Like there's so many crossovers that you can get in here from Battletoads to to you know Gears of War and Halo, and there, there's so many not only in the game but also in cosmetic form. So many creative uses of these different um these different IPs across both Rare and the Microsoft uh, uh, Xbox world. And it really always just saddens me when there's an event that comes up that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And then I look at the challenges and it's the same stuff we've done every single season. Um, It's the same stuff that we've done for every single event for the past year or two. Uh, And it's just, it's very disappointing because it's like this game is a plethora of amazing creativity And then when it comes to something that is supposed to get players excited to log in, it just falls flat. And unfortunately, because of that, you know, players leave, Um, you know, you're, you're going to keep new players right now because a lot of the stuff is, is new to them. But veteran players have reached out on Twitter, on Reddit, on all forms of social media and communities uh, across discord. And even streamers have not played Sea of Thieves as much except right now this weekend is Twitch drops, but it's just, it hurts me as a lover of this game when I look around anytime I log in and see the amazing creativity that the minds that go into Sea of Thieves have made, and then the events are just so bland, repeated, reused, and it hurts. It just hurts because for me, someone who wants a game That excites me to log in every single day and a game like Sea of Thieves, who, when I first got into it several years ago, I played nonstop. I played every single open moment of my day on this game. And then as I got things completed and I got through things in a few months and then the event started, I was finding myself just logging in to complete the event to get the cosmetics, but not really having a lot of fun. I just, it was, it was, uh, it was FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. I didn't want to miss out on cosmetics that, that, you know, might not come around again. Um, and though we've seen that, that cosmetics repeat themselves quite a bit and we see them again, eventually it's again, the fear of missing out. And, and I feel like sea of thieves events team is, is banking too much on FOMO To keep players logging in with these events, Um, players again fear missing out on these cosmetics. I know in uh, my Twitch chat, I know in other Twitch chats, you know, people are seeing new players are seeing the Twitch drops that are happening right now, and they're like, Well, how can I get the hull? How can I get this or that? And it's like, Well, you missed out on those Twitch drops, you can't, you know, and so players are encouraged to be fearful of missing out on these cosmetics. So they're logging in to get them. And that's just, in my opinion, not a great way of game design. It's a great way to keep players playing at least for a few hours. um, But it's not, it's, it's not good game design to make your players happy and enjoyable in their experience. This particular uh, new event, um, making mayhem, um, there's a lot of issues I have with it. Um, starting of which now, if you go to their website, uh, com slash making dash mayhem, the, I guess the, the picture for it is, is unique. It's nice. It looks cool. It's got a lot of weapon skins in the background that we've seen across several different events. And in the Emporium, it's got mega kegs. It's got cursed cannonballs. It's, it's great. It's great. But then when you actually look in the game, um, unless they've patched it since the last time I logged in a couple days ago, It's the same splash screen as the summer games, the Olympics thing, which the plunder games is what it was called, which was junk. It was absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Don't give me, don't give players gold. Gold is an infinite resource. As I've said many times in this game, you know, give them something to want. And again, plunder games was just a repeat of events we've seen for the past two years, lighting beacons, doing this, doing that. Making mayhem, right? There are like the, the picture on the, the sea of thieves website, it's got a pirate. Um, you know, he's kind of got this kind of concerned, cheeky look to him with a thumbs up with these mega kegs behind him. Amazing. Uh, just walk through history. You can see the banana sword. You can see the gold hoarder blunderbuss. Uh, you can see the uh, reaper eye of reach. You can see the the seas of, uh, or the, the the sands of time. You can see so many cool weapons uh, in gold behind him, like a rising sunset and the cursed cannonballs. And to me, that splash screen tells me this is going to be fun. We're going to be very piratey and making mayhem, right? Chaos. Breeding chaos, causing chaos on the seas, PvP, explosions, cursed cannonballs, encouraging player interactions, and then you scroll down, and there's no excitement here. It's the same stuff we've seen. Explode a gunpowder keg uh, skeleton in a chain reaction. What? We, how many times have we done that? Every event for the past two years? Defeat a group of skeletons by detonating a gunpowder be- keg. Same thing we've done for two years. It's, it's an Xbox achievement, I'm pretty sure. Burning a group of skeletons with a firebomb or a chest of rage. Just add the Ash Wind skull in there, and it's the same shit we've seen since the Ash and Winds was introduced. Defeat a shark by using a gunpowder keg. Season one, season two, season three. And just about every event in the past two years has had that hitting a ship with a chaos inducing ghost cannonball, chain shot, firebomb um, from your cannon. Well, that just basically says shoot them with anything. That's not a cannonball or a blunder bomb. Like I'm sorry. The ghost cannonballs are not chaos inducing. They're not chaos inducing change that to Wraith ball. And now, and now we've got something interesting that we haven't seen. Hit him with a wraith ball, right? Earn favor by destroying a ghost ship. Whoop-de-doo. Those were the minor challenges. Major challenges. Handing a stronghold gunpowder keg uh, or ancient keg uh, powder in to the Merchant Alliance. Okay, all right. That's a little mayhem. That's a little chaotic, right? Having a, having a big boom keg and the huge boom keg on your boat. Okay. That's some anxiety-inducing thing in an open-world PvP game. Okay. All right. I can dig that one. Okay. I mean, okay. Well, I'll accept it. How's that? I'll accept it. It's better than everything else that I've read. Open a Gold Hoarder's Treasure Vault. Now, I'm going to say that I'm okay with this one, even though we've seen this one since the vaults has come out. Since vaults came out, what a year and a half ago, or whatever it was—I'm not really bad with time. Uh, sorry, but when when Vaults came out, every event and every season since then has had this as a reward. But I'm okay with this, and I'll explain why in a moment. Setting a skeleton ship ablaze by using the Ashen Wind skull—that's not mayhem. That's not chaos. What? Okay, we've seen that one every time. Drinking or playing music with another crew at an outpost. That is not mayhem. That is friendship and hugging. That is unicorns and rainbows. Why is that a major challenge in an event called Major Mayhem Challenges? Making mayhem. Mayhem is not drinking or playing music in an outpost. That has been in every... Flags of friendship, every hug another pirate, even though that has nothing to do with the game. The game is sea of thieves, not sea of friends. and drinking and playing music in an outpost has nothing to do with making mayhem. You can't st- I mean what? now now I'll okay, I won't say what I would change this to right now. I will talk in a minute how we could change these and make them more mayhem. Make them more interesting. Make them new. Something we haven't done before. I'll talk about that in a minute. But drinking and playing music with another crew in an outpost, that has nothing to do with mayhem. Nothing. It is not on brand. It is not It is not at all anywhere in the words making mayhem. No, it's not. Collecting all gold piles inside the Gold Hoarder treasure vault. We've done it in season one, season two, season three, and every event since the Gold Hoarder vaults came out. But I'm okay with this one, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Earn a huge amount of favor by finishing any Tall Tale. Visit the Castaway or Mysterious Stranger to get started. Season one, season two, season three, and every event since then, you can complete the Maiden Voyage or Tall Tale to get points. It's not unique, and there is zero mayhem in there zero. So let me start with the two, uh, let me start with the rewards. That's a better place. The rewards are an absolutely creative, uh, adaptation of Borderlands. Right, this is a crossover um, promotion with Borderlands. It is absolutely beautiful ship. It's orange and red, um, with yellow and blue trim. the The boat looks fantastic. The Borderlands symbol is on the sails, on the um, the uh, the cannons, the anchor, the 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 wheel. It's gorgeous. This ship is gorgeous. It's great, regal, like kingly or or royal colors very bright for those of you who like bright colored ships but not glowing absolutely amazing now there is a glow on it there is the figurehead which is a barrel it's it's like the um the the barrel from the first crew the beta test the little pill bottles but it's a barrel but they've got some bits on it and they've actually made a barrel clap trap which is the famous beloved character from Borderlands absolutely cr- this is what i'm talking about a creativity Taking the things from Borderlands with this amazing, creative, artistic approach and making something absolutely brilliant on the shipset that just screams Borderlands. Halo was the same thing. Gears of War was the same thing. Uh, What was it? Um, Ori was the same thing. Battletoads. Every time they do these crossovers, The creative juices just explode on your screen and make these amazing creations in the game. May it be weapons or ship cosmetics or pirate cosmetics, the creative juices are amazing at Sea of Thieves. The problem is, it's put behind an event that makes zero sense, okay? Mayhem and Borderlands, those line up, got it. But what we need are events that make sense to both Borderlands, Mayhem, and Sea of Thieves. And these don't do it because they don't cause mayhem or they have nothing to do with Borderlands. But the ship cosmetic is absolutely outstanding. So let's, let, let me tell you why the two that I mentioned are great for this. Borderlands game uh, is, if you've never played it, is about um, your you, the character you play is called a vault hunter. their job is to go across this this wasteland and find a vault and open it and all the treasures and riches and powers or whatever is inside of it. Um, I've played Borderlands two I believe um I haven't played three. I think I played through one I can't really remember. It's a great series of games. It's just not my real style of games. If I have friends who want to play it because there is multiplayer co-op, then I'll play it, but I don't really like solo games that much. So I, I, they really have to be a special, uh, type or a genre in order for me to get to play solo games. Um, but, but I, I like the Borderlands series. I think it's great. It has a very unique art style that some people love, some people hate, but I, as a comic book fan, I love the hard black lines and it feels like you're inside of a comic book. Um, like a moving comic book. I think it's absolutely a fantastic art style. It's a great game. And if you haven't played through it, it's a shooter. Um, If you haven't played through it, I strongly suggest playing through it. Uh, It's a great story. It's a great game. There's a lot of awesome voice actors and a lot of really cool moments um, in the game. Um, But you are a vault hunter, which means if we go to Sea of Thieves, well, there's a couple things that we have to open vaults, right? So the Gold Hoarder vault, open a Gold Hoarder treasure vault. Makes sense. That is on brand with Borderlands. Yes, we have done that event many, 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 many times, many times, but it's on brand and it makes sense in the terms of a Borderlands crossover. Keep it, fine, ship it, love it. Collecting all the gold piles inside a gold hoarder's treasure vault. Again, love it. Keep it. Ship it. We've done it a lot. It's an it's a it's an or it's achievement. It's accommodation. Or what, what, I don't know if it's accommodation, but it's an Xbox achievement. You know, we've seen it in season one, two, and three. We've seen it in every event in the past year. It, but it it's on brand with Borderlands. Keep it, ship it, love it. The other one is the handing stronghold barrel or a keg of the ancient black powder into the merchant alliance or uh, it doesn't say merchant alliance i guess you could turn it into reapers if you wanted as well um or uh the 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 kegs can turn into the mysterious stranger if they're ancient black powder it doesn't say you know you have to turn it into the merchant alliance but that's fine that's on brand with mayhem right having a keg on your ship is panic inducing especially when there's other ships you know, sailing around and shooting at you and there's potential for PvP, um, that's fine. That could cause mayhem. I like it. It's on brand. It works. I'm down. I'm cool with it. Ship it. Keep it. I love it, All right. For all of the, those out there who do use kegs, by the way, or who like to keep kegs on their boat to turn in, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Never put them in the crow's nest. Never put them in the bottom of your boat. Never put them on the second deck of your boat. The safest place on every single ship for a keg is the tip of your bowsprit. And some of you may say, oh, that's not true. That's not true. Try it out. Put a keg on the tip of your bowsprit. Explode it. See how much damage it does to your ship. Then put a keg in the top of your crow's nest. Explode it. Stand under the mast when it goes off. See how much damage it causes, including killing you. Okay. The, the, Keg in the crow's nest, and this is kind of an offshoot because I've had this argument with multiple people, um, because people believe if it's in the crow's nest, it's not going to do much. It's going to drop your mast. If you're on a galleon with a mega keg, it could potentially drop all three of your masts. It's going to kill any players on the top deck of the Galleon. It's going to kill the players at the wheel or on the top deck of the sloop or the brig. It's going to just wreck damage on your ship. That means you're going to be dead in the water. You know, if you put it on the tip of your Bowsprit, it knocks down zero sails, even on a sloop. It will not knock down your sails. And it'll put a mega keg on a sloop. If you put a mega keg on the tip of your bowsprit on a sloop and it ex- exploded there, it'll put up to four tier three holes in the front of your boat and catch you on fire. That is it. Your sail will be safe. You will still be moving so you can continue to get away. And even on a solo sloop, four tier three holes in the front of your boat is not, and some fire is not much to come back from. So, I'm going to give you this again as a warning to anyone. The safest place on your boat for a keg is on the tip of your bowsprit. Is it very visible for people to shoot? Yes, it is. But guess what? If they shoot it in your crow's nest or if they hit a cannon shot in your boat and you've got a keg down there, it's going to cause a lot more damage potentially killing you or other people on your ship and causing you to sink. If it's on the tip of your bowsprit and you're not one of those idiots who likes to just stand on the tip of your bowsprit and do nothing, you're safe and you're going to be able to recover and keep moving. So there you go. There, there's my pro tip for anyone out there who, who wants to turn in kegs or who are even scared of kegs. Don't be scared of kegs. Don't be scared of kegs. You may have sunk to a keg before, and that's absolutely fine. But if you put it on the tip of your bowsprit. You have a better chance of survival because it's not going to cause a lot of damage to your ship. It's not going to kill you if you're standing away from it, which you should be standing away from the Bowsprit anyways. Um, That's the safest spot. If you don't like it or you you disagree with me, that's fine. Hit me up in the email box because I'm going to respond to you with, have you tried it in the game? Because I promise you, I'm correct on this. I've done many, many keg turns. I've done many, many keg plays. I have put kegs on my Bowsprit for a long time in PvP combat and got away without them exploding. I'm telling you right now, tip of your Bowsprit, save a spot. Back to the event. I, I digress. I digress. So, so, I'm okay with the kegs because that causes mayhem. Okay? Looking at any of the other ones? No. Zero. It's, it's bullshit. It's bad. It's awful. No, blowing up a shark does not cause mayhem. Using a firebomb or a chest of rage to, to, uh, to blow up a group of skeletons or set them on fire. That's not mayhem. I guess you could argue that anything with exploding a keg, I guess could be mayhem. But to me, it's the blowing up skeletons in a chain reaction is not mayhem. It's just not that that's not mayhem. So let me go through these. Let me go through these. Let me tell you what I would replace them with. Let me spice it up for you a little bit. And if Rare, if you're listening and you need someone to look at your events before you release them and tell you what could be changed to make them more interesting, more creative, and more fun to encourage player interaction, which is the entire purpose of your game according to you, hit me up. My Twitter is always available. My email box is always open. Hit me up. I'll be happy. Happy, happy, happy to help you. All right, so let's start with this one. Exploding Gunpowder Skeletons in a Chain Reaction. You can keep it. It's meh. We've done it many times. I will allow it. That's fine. It's an easy one for new players um, to do. In these events, especially the crossover events where we could potentially have new players coming over from Borderlands or from other games to try to get this ship set and check out Sea of Thieves, we need to keep some easy ones in there. We need to keep ones in there that are easily done by, by just a brand new player that has just came out of the Maiden Voyage or even just skip the Maiden Voyage. Keep that one in there, that's fine. Defeat a group of skeletons by detonate a gunpowder keg. Deal, keep it in there. Again, I don't really like it because it's been in there for a while, but anything with gunpowder kegs could, you know, be chaotic, could be mayhem for some folks. Okay, I'm okay with it. Keep it in there. It's great for new players. Burning a group of skeletons um, at once using a firebomb or chest of rage. Or add Ashen skull. And again, that's an easy one. These are minor mayhem challenges, so these should be the easy ones. Keep it in there. That's fine. Again, it's not really too much on brand. We've done it a whole bunch. But again, I'm trying to keep in mind, I talked to to Captain Logan on Discord when I was like raging, like literally desk flip, cursing my ass off raging about this event and how bad it is. And he he calmed me down. He walked me off the cliff and he said, look, there are going to be crossover players and there needs to be a challenge that is inviting to them and something that's fun and also easy for them. And after going back and forth with Captain Logan, who's always the person and the voice of reason in my head when it comes to this game, I'll allow this one. Using Firebombs, Chest of Rage, but also add Ashen Windskull in there, and I'll be okay with it. Okay? I'll be okay with it. Defeat a shark using a gunpowder keg. I have to say it's fun to do. It's a little more challenging than just blowing up skeletons. This is a minor mayhem challenge. I suppose we can keep it. It's good for good for new players. We've we've just done it so many times and it's it's kind of lame to see it there, but it is a minor challenge. So we'll keep it. Hitting a ship with a chaos inducing ghostly cannonball chain shot or firebomb shot from a cannon. This is not mayhem inducing. No, this is bad. Absolutely not. Here's how we change it. Hit a ship. Again, this is a minor mayhem challenge. So it's supposed to be easy and it's supposed to be for everyone. So we need to change it a little bit. Hitting a ship with a wraith ball from a cannon. That's it remove firebomb, remove chain shot, remove ghostly cannonball. They don't do anything to to skeleton ships except obviously do damage to them. It's not it's not inducing. Now we're going to talk about a major mayhem challenge here in a minute. Um that will basically take this to the next level, right? As a major. But as a minor, first off, get the ghostly cannonballs out of there. They're not panic inducing, they're not mayhem inducing. The, no. Chain shot to a npc ship doesn't matter. It's not panic inducing, it's not mayhem. Firebomb to a a a npc ship, not panic inducing, not scary. No. Wraith ball however with the scream and the hit and the bounce, even to a even to an npc ship, it looks cool. You know, the scream is terrifying. That's fine. That's fine as a minor challenge. Now let's take this and evolve it to what it would be on a major challenge. Take ship out of there, hitting a player ship, or it should say hitting another player ship so you can't hit your own with with cannons on an island, with a wraith ball, chain shot, or firebomb. That's the major one, right? We've now taken it so you can't get the major points by just hitting a normal NPC ship. Right? We've taken it and we've moved it to playership, And I think, I think we should even juice it up a little bit more for a major challenge. Hitting another player ship or hitting an enemy player ship with a wraith ball, knocking the mass down with a chain shot, not just hitting their wheel or whatever, knocking a mass down with the chain shot or setting the ship on fire via firebomb fired from a cannon, not throwing them, fired from a cannon. So again, we're keeping with that theme of firing things from the cannon, but we're using munitions that cause more mayhem on our ship, right? If you're on a sloop or a galleon or a brig, whatever it is, and you get a mast knocked down, it's not always critical, right? It's not always, oh shit, we're, you know, this is going to be a, a pain, but it is, it, it does cause a sense of panic because what if they, on a sloop especially, if your one mast is down, you're in panic mode because you're now dead in the water. On a brig, if you get one mass down, now it's, oh, shit, what if they take the other one down? Galleons, depending on the wind, if you get one or two of your mass knocked down, all of a sudden, you're a freaking slug in the water. Like, galleons are already, depending on the wind, pretty slow and can't turn well. Once they start getting mass knocked down, it gets terrifying. Fire... On a ship is mayhem and chaos inducing. Is it an effective way in PvP to kill people or sink a ship? No, it's not. That's why it doesn't make sense when you're trying to board a ship and you give yourself away by just chucking fire at them. Or you miss the board and all you did was chuck fire on them. It's it's nothing. But if you've got a rain of fire coming down on your boat and your masts are going down, you're in a giant firefight and you're trying to not only keep your ship stabilized, but also return fire, fire spreading on a ship, specifically the galleon, can get out of control pretty quickly, um, especially for the average player. So it is mayhem. It is chaos inducing. It does nothing to a skeleton ship or a ghost ship, but to a player ship. That is major mayhem that you can cause by knocking down mass, setting ships on fire through fire bombs, through a cannon, or hitting them with a wraith ball. That's a lot of holes that's caused and water flowing in. That is a lot of mayhem. And we could even make it even a better challenge by say hit an enemy player ship with a wraith ball, knock down a mass with a chain shot, and set them on th- fire with a fire bomb. A three parter to get the full points of the mayhem. Have you hit it? It doesn't have to be the same enemy ship. You just get a check mark, right? Wraith ball check mark, knock down a mast check mark, set it on fire with a fire bomb out of a cannon check mark, right? It could be a three parter that gives you the major challenge reward. It doesn't have to be the same player ship, but it gives you a check mark each time you've done it. They've done many events that have little check marks in order to get the major reward, right? There's been events in the past where you've got the major point reward and underneath of it is a series of tasks that you have to complete to get that done. So they've done it in the past and that would be a much more creative and it forces player interaction. Yes, there are going to be people on Alliance servers or or people out there who don't in- enjoy PVP or whatever that are just going to negotiate that to be done. And you know what? That's going to happen no matter what. Um, but it is going to, it's going to force players to interact with each other whether it be a friendly interaction or a PVP fight, it's going, to encre- it's going to encourage that player interaction, which is what we want in this game, which is what Mike Chapman always says. This game was built for players to go out, interact with each other and create their own story. So putting challenges in there, which encourages players to interact with each other in whatever way is a much better and creative way to get these challenges done. When you just say hit a ship, I can go out and hit a a skelly sloop, or I can go out and do an Order of Souls voyage and hit a ghost ship. I have interacted with zero players, and that's not what we want. That is not what, that's not creative, that's not thinking outside of the box, and that's not sticking to the core values of what this game was based on. So I think a minor challenge where you could hit a ship with, you know, take the ghost ball out though, a wraith ball, chain shot, or fire bomb, even a blunder bomb. I think blunder bombs you could throw in there too. Those can cause a little bit of chaos, knocking people around, knocking the boat around. Absolutely. But Hitting a ship should be a minor set of points that anyone can do, even in PVE. And the major one should be an enemy ship, and you would have to hit them with multiple man m- m- of types of those munitions. But get the ghostly cannonball out of there. Those are not scary at all. Get the, fi- the fire cannonball. Okay, that's fine. But because uh, it sets on fire, it's like a fire bomb. But this, this one to me doesn't look like it was thought out very much, especially with the munitions they, uh, they chose and just doing any ship. This seems like it was, again, just plucked from the list of reused and recycled stuff thrown back in there and no creative thought was put behind it. We have an amazing boat that a lot of creative thought was put behind and this particular and a couple other ones, uh, events, uh, items. It's just like, uh, there is there no creative thought behind that. Destroy a ghost ship. Nope. Delete it. Get rid of it. That, no. That is not mayhem-inducing. It has nothing to do with Borderlands. Get rid of it. Change that, though. Change that. Change that. Change it to Defeat Flameheart or a Order of Souls ghost ship voyage at Grade 5 Order of Souls. Right, and that can still be a minor challenge. It's PVE. It doesn't force player interaction. It it forces a player to to do a uh, order of souls, uh, uh, you know, order of souls flag. Right, forces the order of souls flag to to be worked on. So new players, that's teaching them how to do that, and then you're completing an event that, quite frankly, is chaotic. Flameheart or a Ghost Fleet. That's fine. That's fine. Now, we're going to stick to minor challenges, but with that being said, I want to move the two major challenges that I liked. Opening one of the Gold Hoarder Treasure Vaults and collecting all the gold, I want those moved to minor challenges. Those are not hard. Those are not challenging. They should be moved to minor mayhem challenges because they are easy. And there are ways to teach players how to do voyages and, and challenging them once they've completed a vault voyage to do something else to get more gold, right? It's an, it's an extra challenge, but it's easy for all new players to do. You just follow the compass and dig up the maps. It's, it's a great training tool. It should be minor. It should not be major. I already said selling the stronghold kegs in there. Absolutely fine. Setting a skeleton ship ablaze using an Ashen Wind skull on their major challenges. Take it out, delete it. Nope, absolutely not. You want that to be a major uh, mayhem challenge? <clears throat> Take out skeleton ship and put set an enemy player's ship ablaze with the Ashen Wind skull. Now it's a major challenge. You're forcing player interaction, and now it's a actual challenge. It's a major challenge. You want to step it up another notch? Say, set a enemy ship's sh- set an enemy ship ablaze using using a stolen Ashen Wind Skull. Now I think that takes it to an- another level. That's a little hard to obtain, um, just because one you have to get the stolen skull, and then two you have to sh- set a ship ablaze with it. So maybe not that far. But not a skeleton ship. That is not mayhem-inducing. It is not at all anything with Borderlands. If you set a, an enemy player ship ablaze with the Ashen Wind Skull, that's more panic-inducing. That's more mayhem-causing, right? <clears throat> and it's getting those critical, um, critical um, player interactions in there. Drinking or playing music with another crew at an outpost. This is, this has no place in this. This has no place in this. Now, how do we step it up? Here's how you step this one up. If you want to keep this one in here as a major challenge, here's how you step this one up. First off, it does force player interaction. So that one, it has a point to. Here's how you step this one up. <clears throat> Ready? After drinking... A whole tankard, they can track that, a whole tankard of grog with another crew kill a member of the other crew. Or, say, after drinking a grog with a member of another crew, kill an enemy pirate while still drunk. All that is trackable. That now causes mayhem. Why? Because you you betrayed this other crew. This other crew, you were sitting in the bar having a drink, and all of a sudden, you started the bar brawl, right? That's mayhem. That's chaos. Look at, look at movies. Look at TV shows. Anytime you see a bar brawl, it is chaos. It is mayhem. Sitting there listening to a band, sitting there playing some music, sitting there singing karaoke, even though it, a lot of people are bad at it, sitting there drinking with a with another person that's not chaotic that's not mayhem the bar brawl is mayhem so after drinking a t- a whole tankard they can track that it's it's out there they know <clears throat> kill an enemy player in the outpost now we're talking mayhem now we're talking a major challenge now we're talking player interaction that's how you spice that one up Finish any Tall Tale by visiting the Castaway um, or Mysterious Stranger to get started. Nope. No mayhem. Nothing there. That is zero mayhem there. Zero. Now, they always have a Tall Tale in here. So allow me to put the Tall Tale in here, of which I would be okay with a minor challenge, not a major challenge. Complete Pirate's Life Tall Tale 5 and you get a minor challenge completion. Pirate's Life Tall Tale 5 and you get a minor. I'll accept major, I guess. But Tall Tale 5 has the ghost ships that are very... It's it's kind of a chaotic little fight. It's a fun fight. It's a chaotic fight. It's not unlocked unless you do Tall Tale 4, so it encourages players to play through Pirate's Life 1, 2, 3, and 4, which is the current um, cool thing, you know, that's the current new content, so it encourages new players to play through the new story, to experience the Disney stuff, to experience Jack Sparrow, and Davy Jones, and Calypso, and all that stuff, but just to say complete a Tall Tales, to do the Shroud Breaker, there's no chaos in the Shroud Breaker, there's no mayhem, Tall Tale 5 at least has a little bit of mayhem in it. A little bit of mayhem, you know, with the storm going on and the the, the Black Pearl and the Wild Rose and the, the Black Witch and those ships coming out and Davy Jones and the Flying Dutchman And the spire, and you have to get on the spire, and then you have to explode. The spire explodes. Like, there's a lot of mayhem and chaos. It's not maybe panic inducing, but it encourages players to play through the current story that Sea of Thieves has going on, which is a pirate's life. And even new players coming in for the Borderlands stuff, it encourages them to play through the story. So, I think playing through Tall Tale 5 of Pirate's Life would be a great minor. I would accept Major um, a challenge to this. I think that's fine. I think that's good. Playing off of the Borderlands with, uh, with Vault Hunters, I think another good challenge would be Tall Tale Pirate's Life 2. right? Not any Tall Tale, not all Tall Tales. Right? Not all of them, not any of them. Select the ones that play with the Vault idea shroud breaker plays with the vault idea shores of gold plays with the vault idea heart of fire plays with the vault idea uh, art of the trickster plays with the vault idea um seabound soul really doesn't that's kind of a i guess you could play that in there um tall tale two for pirate's life the siren dungeon down or the, the other one That plays with a vault idea. They're not true vaults, but it's like you have to go somewhere and kind of unlock something, go through doors. Like, be specific. Like, the branding is there. We're talking about Borderlands, right? We're talking about Mayhem. So either pick the theme of Mayhem or pick the theme of Borderlands, which is Vault Hunters, where you're going out and searching for this place that's sealed and you have to open it. Don't just say any tall tale. Don't just say any Tall tale, right? And make them minor, right? Those should be minor. Those should be ways to encourage players, new players, to take part in the story and get themselves acquainted with the story of Sea of Thieves to hopefully keep them playing, right? Don't just say all Tall Tales. That's just, that's lame. It's it's a cop-out. It's cheesy. It's dumb. Guide to the players, right? Have a branding theme there, right? Like, even the wordage on all this could be changed to make it more branding. Be like, embrace your inner vault hunter by seeking out the mysterious stranger and learning how to open the vault and find the shroud breaker. Boom! I just brought Borderlands into freaking Sea of Thieves by using words. There's a, my, there's a mysterious vault that was said to house lots of traps and can only be activated with the weight of a special explosive device. Seek out this vault and find out the story of the trickster. I just took Borderlands and Sea of Thieves and mixed them together with words. I just tied this beautiful ship cosmetic and crossover to Sea of Thieves something that's already in the game (coughs) by typing it out in the vent hub. Done. It's about branding and marketing and making something that's cohesive and connected and makes sense. How this event is laid out does not make sense. It's just reused stuff. Is the stuff I'm suggesting reused? Absolutely. But at least I'm doing a little bit of creative mind thinking in order to tie it to why this is being reused. I'm tying it to Borderlands. Right? I'm tying it to Mayhem. Put an enemy ship's crew in panic by lighting the ship on fire using firebombs fired from your cannons. cause mayhem on an enemy's ship by slamming them with the mysterious wraith ball causing critical damage to their hull. I'm tying the event to what you want done. Not just saying do this shit that you've done for one and a half years. People are going to look at it and be like, yeah, I've done that before. I've done that a lot. But at least now I understand why you reused and chose this. There are so many things in this challenge that make zero sense on the side of mayhem and on the side of Borderlands. That's why I have no interest in sitting here farming this out. Am I going to complete it? Sure. I'm going to complete it because I want the ship set. But it's not enjoyable. Nothing here ties to Borderlands. Nothing here ties to Sea of Thieves based on what I'm reading. All I see is reduce, reuse, recycle. That's all I see. Now I'm going to give you some ideas of things that they could do for this event. And this is just me one day sitting down for about an hour and just creatively thinking about this event, Mayhem and Borderlands and Sea of Thieves. So let me, let me know what you think about these. You can hit me up on Twitter at DavramTV. You can email me PirateTalkRadioPodcast at gmail.com. Let me know some of your ideas on what you would like to see Sea of Thieves do in a mayhem event that's not reduce, reuse, and recycle. Here's some of my ideas. Number one. Steal a vault key or chest of ancient tribute and sell it at Reaper's hideout. Player interaction. Vaults. Borderlands. Potential mayhem caused by other players getting their loot stolen. That one's iffy. But player interaction. Borderlands. Hits two check marks that would be great for this. Number two. Board, light, and allow a keg, doesn't matter which one, to explode on an enemy ship And live to tell the tale. Player interaction. Chaos and mayhem from the keg. Live to tell the tale. Nod to Pirate's Life. All this stuff saved in the database. The game knows if you die to the keg. The game also knows if the keg blows up, that damage is now done. If you're still alive and then die to fire right afterwards, it knows you died to fire and not the keg. Because guess what? The flame of fate is going, if you blow yourself up with a keg you lit and exploded, you're not going to get a flame from the flame of fate. If you blow a keg up and then you die to the fire right afterwards, you will get a flame from the flame of fate on the fairman. The game already knows that. The game has it programmed. So it could easily, they could easily with a little coding, identify if you lit and exploded a keg and lived to tell the tale. They could tell that. And I've just tied in player interaction, chaos and mayhem, and a pirate's life all into that one. Very Sea of Thieves, very mayhem. Number three. This one I've termed death from above. Drop a lit keg from an enemy ship's crow's nest and enjoy the show. Player interaction. Kegs causing mayhem. Borderlands, I guess, watching the show. I I don't know. But player interaction and mayhem. The game knows if you drop a keg, The game knows if you're in the crow's nest. The game knows if it explodes. The game knows all this stuff. It would just be a little bit of coding, a little bit of creative thought to create this. That would be cool. Death from above. Drop a lit keg from a crow. Enemy enemy ship. Both of those are enemy ships, mind you. Player interaction causes chaos. Death from above. This one I really like. This one I really like. Explode five or more kegs on an enemy ship. Now this can be done one of two ways. One, it can be done in a chain reaction. You blow up one keg and it blows up five. Or, or it can be done as a check mark. doesn't have to be the same ship. can be multiple ships. You've blown up kegs on an enemy ship. Five times. Player interaction. Chaos. Boom. Now, to differentiate that one from board, keg, and sh- uh, the, an enemy ship and live to tell the tale, the difference on this one is I would make a caveat that says that this would only count for a check mark if there is at least two kegs that explode. And it doesn't say you have to live. You can die. But you have to explode at least two or more kegs on an enemy ship. And you have to do that up to five kegs. So that means you would have to do it five kegs at a time, you know, four and then a two, a three and then a two, or do twos, you know, three times. Gives you multiple options. Player choice, player interaction causes chaos. Number three, I like this one, steal a vault key and use it to open the vault and take the chest of ancient tribute. So you steal a vault key. The game knows that you stole the key because it's in the programming. You stole the vault key. Then it knows you opened the key, the open the vault. Then it knows you picked up the treasure that is borderlands, that is Sea of Thieves, player interaction, potential chaos because you've caused the you may you maybe you sunk the player, or whatever. But that is player interaction and borderlands tied together right there. And it doesn't say you have to sell it. If you if you lose the chest of ancient tribute, okay. Well, that sucks. The the, the line says steal a vault key, open the vault and take the chest of ancient tribute. That means you just have to pick it up. If you don't want it, just leave it on the ground there. Most people would take it. But I'm just saying that is that those are major challenges. They're not just little one thing, right? It's it's a stepping stone to get them done. They're more interesting. They they're more on brand to tie this this Sea of Thieves and Borderlands together. They're on brand for Borderlands or they're on brand for mayhem and causing chaos. They're creative. There's something we haven't seen before. They're fun. They're encouraging player interaction, which is the core thing that Mike Chapman always talks about on this game. It's just so unfortunate that we have amazing, creative, beautiful cosmetics that we get And the events are the same shit that we've seen for the past two years. They're not creative in nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, 99.9% of the time. They are not on brand. They are not connected to the ship or to the crossover or to Sea of Thieves in a new, exciting, and encouraging player interaction way. So let me know what you think about my ideas for how I change this major mayhem challenge and minor mayhem challenge. Also tell me what you think about my new creative mayhem challenges that I think they should implement. All the codes there. It would take a little bit of coding to pull that stuff out of a database, but the game already knows those things happen. It's already in the code. It's already most likely being saved to a database. It just has to pull it out in order to award the points, make sure you guys are working on your Making Mayhem challenge rewards. That way, you can get the full Borderlands ship set. You need a hundred total points to complete all the bits of the um, of the ship set. Um, it's it's honestly pretty easy to do. Uh, like I said, the Gold Hoarder Vault is one of the easier ones to do. Um, and it's a major challenge that gets you a lot of points. Also, keep in mind, you only have it until Tuesday. Um, that is the end of the month of August. So that is Tuesday the 31st in order to get your emissary stuff done. Uh, so make sure uh, you get in there and get that done as well. Seven days left on the Pirate Emporium uh, sale. And making mayhem last until September seventh, which is next Saturday. So lots of stuff that uh, could be going on right now for you and Sea of Thieves to unlock things. Nothing that takes an incredible long amount of time. So get in there, um, get your stuff done when you've got a few extra moments to get uh, get things in. And remember, the emissary rewards that you can get right now will go through a set one more time you'll have one more set of 30 days to get this current emissary reward set before we see what we get in season four we have a few more weeks of season three so get out there and get your plunder pass done guys take care of yourselves and each other thank you very much for listening and watching each and every week i appreciate it very much and we'll see you next time on pirate talk radio